Oh yeah, ladies and gents, last 10 minutes of a great game. We're going to hit you in the fourth minute of the Europa League final. There's already been a penalty on Sevilla, and now Romelu Lukaku, who has been an unbelievable asset for Inter Milan during this tournament and this season, is going to kick it from the spot to try to put Inter Milan up 1-0 in the early minutes of this game. So much has already happened. Goal. Inter Milan. I'm not sure if you can hear the announcer from the Tudin network, but Romelu Lukaku, he's already got a goal in this final. And I was going to give you guys a lot of background, see what was going to go on, and maybe we'll do that. But basically what happened, Sevilla had a throw-in, had a dangerous play in terms of dangerous, in terms of scoring a goal of their own. There was a pretty good you know, defensive stand made by Inter. And the reason I'm having trouble recalling it is because it's been so long, and I'll tell you why in a second as well. Inter Milan launches a counterattack. They get the ball ahead to Romelu Lukaku. He is a, just a problem to deal with when he's in the open field. And the defender from Sevilla basically committed an American football-style tackle on him, which got the defender from Sevilla hurt and got him a yellow card and put Lukaku on the spot. So it's already one nothing, and you know it, that goal happened in the fourth minute. We're in the fifth minute, but the penalty occurred in the third minute. So Sevilla's got an uphill battle. Filibuster freestyle. Here comes the theme song. Last ten minutes of a great game podcast from the Filibuster Freestyle family of podcast networks, and then I'll, I'll hit you on the other side. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Okay, so here we are, seventh minute, no goals since I left you last. Was going to do a few things here. Number one, Sevilla, with the exception of... Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atletico Madrid. I think it's very arguable that the fourth most decorated team in La Liga in the Spanish League might just be Sevilla. Certainly is in the last five, six, ten years. Okay? They've actually won this tournament, the Europa Cup, Europa League, excuse me, five times. It's the most out of any team to ever win it. Which is kind of like saying whatever team in college basketball has won the most NITs. Like, is it an accomplishment? Absolutely. Is it a big deal and a major trophy? Totally. Does the winner get an automatic spot in next year's Champions League no matter what their season was like this past year? Absolutely. Would Sevilla rather have been in the final of the Champions League all five of those times and lost all five of those because it would have meant they were the second best team in Europe instead of like the 33rd best team in Europe? Yeah, for sure. So anyway, but Sevilla, no stranger to this game. They've won this game five times. I'll give you a little Inter Milan uh, info in a minute. But before I do any of that, Inter Milan from Serie A, perennial Italian giant. I want to shout out the winners of yesterday's Serie B, Serie B. Uh, playoff promotion extravaganza. First time ever making it to the top flight in Italian football. La Spezia Calcio. La Spezia is a city in Ligera, which is part of the region where Genoa is. Um, I don't want to call them a tiny club, but they're a club that's never been in the top flight. 
They lost yesterday's game, but because they tied in the two-legged affair and finished better in the regular season and there was no extra time, no penalty kicks, La Spezia, welcome to Serie A. Okay, I'll give you a little rundown on Inter Milan next. Okay, fun facts for Inter Milan off the top. Only club in Italy to never be relegated from the top flight. They've been Serie A or its equivalent for 112 years since they were founded March 9th, 1908. What else do we got? They won their first championship in 1910. Since they were formed, they have won 30 domestic trophies, including 18 league titles. They've won the Champions League three times, including back-to-back in 64 and 65, and then again in 2010. I'm looking for their uh, other honors here. Here we go. Give me a second. Domestic, continental. So they've won the UEFA Cup three times, which is what they're basically playing for today. 91, 94, 98. They've also won an Intercontinental Cup both in 64 and 65 again. And they won the FIBA Club World Cup in 2010. So their, their three best years ever, 64, 65, and 2010, when they won European and Intercontinental Cups. Big club, huge club. Um, the other thing I would say about Inter Milan is their manager, Antonio Conti, there's rumors that even if they win today, he might not be back next season because of differences in philosophy and building the club. Okay, Sevilla... Has the ball deep inside. Oh, here it is. A goal. There it is. Game is tied. Game is tied. 11th minute. De Jong from Sevilla with the header. Dangerous cross play. You can see it setting up. We are all even. 1-1. Last 10 minutes of a great game podcast. First 11 and a half minutes of a great game podcast. You call whatever you want. Beautiful soccer. It's not coming back. It's 1-1. Give me a second. Yeah, the goaltender barely got a paw on it, but way too late. Couldn't do a thing about it. The header is beautiful by Dijon. Again, the cross perfect, the header perfect, no chance for an offside. It's just, that's some beautiful football right there. That's some lovely soccer. All right, a couple more fun facts on Sevilla. They are the oldest football club in Spain in terms of a club, a sporting club dedicated specifically to football. Though, I am told by the Crack Research team, they do sponsor rowing, Super League, Formula One racing, and then they've got, you know, men's, women's, youth league teams, etc. in football. Another shot on goal by Sevilla. This one was a little bit weaker and was saved. So really quickly, Sevilla's won La Liga once back in 46. They've been the runners-up four other times, but not since the late 50s. Won the Copa del Rey, which is the Spanish like FA Cup equivalent, five times. They won the Super Copa de España once, runners-up three times. Again, they are the record-winning UEFA Europe Europa League, excuse me, champions. They won it in 06, 07. Then they won it three times in a row, 14, 15, 16. They won the UEFA Super Cup once in 2006. They've been the runners-up four times. They've never won the Champions League. So anyway, they have qualified for next year's Champions League as the fourth place team in La Liga, but that means they have to qualify for extra games, extra rounds in the Champions League. If they win this game, they go straight to the group stage, so they've got a lot to play for. Meanwhile, Inter Milan, they came in second in in Serie A. They get to go to the group stage no matter what happens, but you know they want that trophy because I do not believe they've won a European trophy since 2010. Oh boy, 
we might have a handball in the box on Sevilla. This could be, oh yeah, I think it's going to be a handball. Sevilla might just be giving up their second straight penalty kick, really trying to gift wrap this thing to the fellows from, from Inter Milan. Okay, yellow card on Antonio Conti, which by the way, he got one last game too. So that's semifinals and the finals of the Europa League. Antonio Conti getting yellow card from the sidelines as the manager. It is ruled a in, in kind of an involuntary handball. The, his hand, his arm was against the side of his body. He did not move it. I thought he kind of did, but, you know, whatever. I'm not the ref. So anyway, no free kick, no penalty kick for Inter Milan. So this thing's still 1-1. All right, so we got 26th minute, free kick coming for Sevilla. One of the things I want to point out is this game's incredibly chippy. Do you think these guys don't care? They clearly do. They're playing for a major trophy. They're playing for major glory. All good things. Kick in the box. Header over the net. Going to be Inter Milan ball. Anyway, what's interesting, though, is that you got to remember, even though they're piping in fake crowd noise, even though the announcers are doing an unbelievable job setting the atmosphere on the television that I'm watching right now, these dudes are playing in an empty stadium in Cologne, Germany, hundreds, if not thousands of miles away from their home fan bases. Lukaku in the box by himself again. They catch up to him a little bit. See if he makes something out of nothing. Crosses the ball. Kicked out. Inter Milan will take possession back right around midfield. Anyway, it's got to be pretty awkward to be this chippy in a stadium that is dead quiet. When we at home are hearing the fake crowd noise, hearing the announcers, seeing how chippy it is, it just got to be pretty awkward. Again, I will take it, though, a million times a day and two million times on Sunday because back when I was trying to watch Facebook feeds of soccer from Belarus, yeah, those were dark days during the quarantine times. Those were dark, dark days. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe you can hear the guy screaming goal. Maybe you can't. Sevilla has done it again on a set piece. Ball in the box. Another header from De Jong, I believe. The same dude who scored earlier. Guy's an aerial masterpiece. Bam. This one the goalie had a shot on. But a little too much of a bang-bang play. A little too high. Ah, beautiful one. And now you can kind of see why Sevilla has alligator blow when it comes to Europa League finals. Because bing-bang-boom, set piece. They went from down one to up two. They say Grazimile to the goaltender from Inter Milan. Dijon looking for man of the match honors. And by the way, at the beginning of that, you realize that I was maybe chewing on something unofficial sponsor of the week. Triscuits for an afternoon snack. Two to one Sevilla. End to end action. Free kick now earned by Inter Milan. 35th minute. Can they match him up? Ball in the box. Header. It's a goal. It is. Oh, my gosh. Seconds later, essentially. Inter has tied it up. This could be the last 90 minutes of a great game. Wow. 35th minute. Two to two. My man working on the on the television broadcast is going to scream his lungs out today because that's four goals in the first 35 minutes. Two, two. We got ourselves a hell of a final here, live from Cologne, with no fans in the stands. And again, Romelu Lukaku was taken down again, earning not a penalty kick, but a free kick. 
And this bad boy, another header. I, of the four goals in this game, three have been on headers. And obviously one was by Lukaku from the penalty spot. We'll double-check on some offsides here, but I think this is going to stand. I think we got a 2-2 game. Goditi from Inter Milan was the goal scorer. Filibuster freestyle, last 10 minutes of a great game. 35th minute, four goals in already. Let's see how this thing ends up. More action from Inter Milan. Threatening action from Inter Milan. Triscuits, still in my mouth. So many Triscuits, so little time. Sevilla may have thwarted the, the attack. All right, somehow, despite having four goals and some significant injury time before the first goal, we're only going to get one minute of stoppage time here in the first half. So we are in the 46th minute, still 2-2. Two to two. Sevilla with the ball. We'll let you know the halftime score or if anything cool happens. And then the question's going to be, is the second half going to be let's tighten things up and see who makes a mistake, or is it going to continue to be this brand of just full-throttle, wide-open football? Let's hope for the latter on the last 10 minutes of a great game podcast. All right, we got another free kick here for Sevilla from way out, but let's face the facts. <laughs> They've put two in the box on this. A third header! Oh, my gosh, almost another goal. That one went just over the top. But another header on a set piece. This one was saved. Barely. And it's 2-2 two to two at the half. We'll see what happens in the second half. Second half action underway from the Europa Cup final. Sevilla 2, Inter Milan 2. Filibuster Freestyle presents. Presents, not presents. We present. Last 10 minutes of a great game. This is the Europa Cup final edition of said podcast series. You can find all of our podcast series. Filibusterfreestyle.com. Little sections for everything. This, pe- this podcast, a.k.a. the aforementioned last 10 minutes of a great game. We've got our cooking podcast, Kitchen Quarantine, with Jeremy Johnson from Man Cook Good. We've got our Sports Jerks podcast, which is basically all sports that don't involve the last 10 minutes of a great game. We've got our Best Man Speech Advice podcasts. We've got all of our random zaniness. We've also got some archived action of Wine Wall and Dragons, which is when we chronicled Game of Thrones takes from back in the day with Game of Thrones. By the way, George R.R. R. Martin, please write another book. Wins a winter. Let's go. Anyway, goal kick coming for Inter Milan. And it was a Shankazilla. Ball was out of bounds. It'll be a Sevilla throw-in. I'll come back to you with some excitement. Okay, so 53rd minute. No fireworks yet, but Sevilla with the ball in the box. De Jong, the man of the hour, two goals, both of Sevilla's goals. Tackled in the box, but it was not a, not a, not a foul. No penalty, no yellow card. Sevilla retains possession. But again, the fireworks have not been there to open this half like they were to open the game. Shot on goal, blocked by an injured defender. Not enough on it. And we'll come back when something cool happens. 58th minute, Inter Milan, corner kick, short short kick, keep control. Shot on goal, over the top of the net. Number 15 with the boot. Can't read his name from the back of his shirt from this distance. At least a foot high, not a real threat. Still 2-2. Two to two. All right, so 63rd minute, not a lot happening. The fireworks of the first half seem to, be, seem to be behind us. Got a goal kick coming up here for Sevilla. Anyway, like I said, 63rd minute. We're getting into that time of the game around the 70th minute. I like to call it the witching hour where lots of things happen. I do think there will be some substitutes coming our way. There will definitely be some team pushing the envelope in some way to try to win this thing. And either they will find a way to push the envelope and get a goal or their efforts 
will open up a counterattack. So I don't even know who my money's on right now. I feel like both teams did a great job in the first half creating chances and responding when the other team took the lead. So total stalemate. And, you know, again, 63rd minute, I feel like witching hour is four to six minutes away. So here we go. Oh, boy, we got a foot race. Romelu Lukaku on the break. The shot. The save from the Sevilla goaltender. Sevilla with the ball. But that's exactly what we're talking about there. Someone's going to poke it open. And I would say the most explosive guy in the field, absolutely Romelu Lukaku. And we saw it right there. There were two guys very close to him, but he was, he was able to get out in front. He was able to get a good rip on the ball. Just the goalie made a good play to come out and get it before, before Lukaku could uh, you know, take an angle. Basically, they cut the angle off. But... That's the most action we basically have seen this half, 65th minute. Another fun fact for you while we're here. So we've already covered the fact that Sevilla has won five of these Europa League championships. We know that Inter's won three. Inter's actually tied for second most all-time with both Juventus and Liverpool. So if they were to win this, they would be the only team to ever win it four times besides Sevilla. Again, if Sevilla wins, they'd be at six, and everybody else would be at three or less. So really, you know, again, it is the NIT of European soccer club competitions. But that being said, a lot going on. A lot of history to play for as well as the present. All right, like I said, witching hour. 68th minute, we're almost there. Number five on Sevilla, on the field, lying down with cramps. This is kind of what happens this time of the game, you know. You got dudes who just gave their all. My man is definitely cramped up. So we're going to get a substitution. Again, fresh legs coming in. That could change a lot of things. May force the hand of Inter to start making some, uh, you know, changes themselves. The physios, if you will, the trainers running across the field. And we'll see how this thing goes. But 68th minute, things might be about to get weird with some substitutions. One of the things I really don't understand about the stalemate in the second half is, in a game like this, if you fail to have an outcome in 90 minutes, you need to play 30 more minutes. So as dudes start to drop a little bit, as energy starts to drop, as people start to cramp, as uh, stamina starts to go down, fitness levels go down, and by that I mean just tired, fatigue sets in. Really the last thing you want to do is play 30 more minutes of soccer, but it seems definitely, these two teams seem to have definitely brought it so hard in the first half. So again, we'll see what the fresh legs can do here. But number five, Ocampos coming out for number 11, Munier, and we'll see how that goes. By the way, for those of you familiar with American football, former referee Ed Hockley, who's got incredibly large muscles, I call him the jacked referee, the fourth official in this match. Not quite hockey league status biceps and arms, but my man's coming correct. We got a jacked fourth official alert in the Europa League final. All right, set piece coming, free kick for Inter Milan, 72nd minute. This is when things might start getting weird, you never know. Some trickeration, ball on goal. Goalie makes a nice save, parries it out. A lot of Inter Milan heads were near that ball, and the goalie found a way to get a glove on it. Still 2-2. Two two. 74th minute, Sevilla, set piece. No header this time for De Jong. Bicycle kick! It's a goal! Is that going to count? Is that going to count? Holy shnikes! A bicycle kick! An honest-to-goodness bicycle kick! Number 20. Number numero 20 in your hearts. Number one in your program. I'll get a name on that in a second. Set piece, third one of the day, third one of the day for Sevilla, score, to score on, excuse me. Inter players are beside themselves. Sevilla, the alligator blood. Here comes the kick, I'm gonna watch it in slow-mo. 
It's headed by an interplayer and then kicked out of the air bicycle kick style by a dude, Diego Carlos, who I think my Oh, and Romelu Lukaku actually put it in and went off his foot and in. So bicycle kick legit. Lukaku sticks a foot out to deflect it and knocks it in. So actually Lukaku has two goals today. Unfortunately for him, one is for the opposite team. That will potentially go as an own goal. Either way, it was definitely deflected off of Lukaku's cleat and into the Inter Milan net. Good gravy. The witching hour. I told you, folks, the witching hour is here. Okay, here come some substitutions for Inter Milan. They're going to opt for some fresh legs. They're putting in two. Number 11, Moses coming in. They brought in somebody else as well. He comes in for D'Ambrio. Might have gotten that one wrong. Probably did. 78th minute. 3-2 Sevilla. Substitutes made for Inter to hopefully, for them, counter what Sevilla did with their substitute. Not that the substitute had anything to do with it necessarily, but you get it. They subbed him in. It was the witching hour. The goal came. And we got 12 minutes plus stoppage time left in the Europa League final. Just had another free kick, a little set-piece action from Sevilla. This one headed over the net, so we're still at 3-2. to We were in the 80th minute. Sevilla was trying to put it away there, get themselves a little bit of insurance goal. I feel like Inter might have one more in them. I really do. We're going to find out. Holy cow, Inter Milan almost just scored. Somehow Sevilla keeps it out of the goal. You have... Two completely exhausted and injured Sevilla players down on the ground as a result of their Herculean efforts to keep that ball out of the mouth of the goal. You had a great cross. It goes off an interplayer. It gets tied up. The goalie gets out of position. One of the interplayers gets a cleat on it. It was going to go in, but it was a slow roller, and the defender, the fullback, comes across. Number 12 just kicks it off to the side. We almost came close to an own goal, like an own goal coming the other way. But anyway, it's still 3-2. to two. It's still Sevilla looking for their sixth ever record-extending Europa League championship. So they are going to give that goal, by the way, that happened earlier to Diego Carlos of Sevilla. It will not be an own goal on Lukaku, which I don't think that makes him feel necessarily any better considering it still went off his cleat and in. But, you know, it might have gone in either way, frankly. So, you know. And Lukaku's been an absolute monster this whole time. Without him, they don't play in this final. All right, Sevilla emptying the bench, and by that I mean subbing in two more dudes, fresh legs, trying to preserve this lead. Dijon comes out, the guy with two goals today, so no more scintillating headers from him specifically today. Entering for a man, entering for him is a man, number 51, whose last name is either too long to fit on the back of his jersey and so it's abbreviated, or it is abbreviated. Either way, I'm not even going to try. I don't want to do it a disservice. Um, that's just my bad. I just, I can't read. <laughs> um, number 17, not as long of a last name. Going to get that one wrong too. I'm just going to sit out on these last names right now. Um, you got dudes from all over the world in the Europa League final. And I'm not exactly prepared. I don't have the pronunciation sheet. You know, the crack research team, they're great. They do a good job. They don't do the most profound job for things like that. You know, the details, sometimes they go a little bit, you know, left for better. Better, whatever. I can't even say it. Anyway, 
Diego Carlos coming out of the game. So both goal scorers for Sevilla have now checked out of the game. So Sevilla's going all in on defending this lead until the whistle blows. We shall see. Okay, pretty sure we're in the 88th minute here. Dudes are just starting to drop like flies. Everybody's exhausted. Every contested ball, somebody falls down. It's going to take... Not that I don't think Inter's got it in them, because I think they do. But they're going to need a lucky bounce of the ball and get in the open field. And I'll tell you what, if this guy stays onside, they might have a shot. Alexi Sanchez. Nope. Saved by the goaltender. But wow. I almost, I mean, literally we almost spoke, spoke that counterattack into existence. Wow, another ball in the box. A difficult chance, but a good, a good chance. And Milan had another shot on goal. It was not, the ball in was great, but it wasn't, you know, it, was, it wasn't perfect. But they got a corner kick out of it, so here you go. We are past 90 minutes. It's going to be plus six called stoppage time. Ball and box knocked out of bounds on the header by Sevilla. Sevilla really, really decent with the headers overall today. I mean, more than decent, really. P.S. I got up super early today for a work thing, and uh, which is a weird thing to say during COVID times, but you know, different podcasts. You don't need to know about that. But we are, yeah, we're 91 minutes in. We got about five minutes left to go, and Sevilla's had a couple shots here, but nothing, nothing major. Nothing as good as they had in the first half for sure. All right, I'm gonna make a call. 94th minute. I think Inter is gassed, and I just see Sevilla. I mean, again, they are the, the quintessential NIT champs of Europe. They are looking for their sixth trophy. Their bench is excited. They're the only fans in the stands, obviously. I don't, I just don't think Inter's got any juice left. I think that, I just don't think they have any juice left. I, they just don't seem to have the energy they need. They're, you know, they should be swarming. Sevilla right now, and they're not. That's all I can say. Not very, and they are not. <laughs> Great take, Gav. Great take. It's your buddy, Gavin. By the way, besides filibusterfreestyle.com, you can subscribe to all of our podcasts on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, several ways. So please do. Tell a friend. Leave a rating. Leave a review. It helps people find the show. We got about 90 seconds left in this game. 95th minute, Sevilla can start to feel it. They've got a goal kick coming. The guys on their bench are definitely no longer social distancing in their seats, which is understandable in some ways, but also, hey, guys, you got to model good behavior. I'm just saying. Goal kick coming. Obviously, the goalie from Sevilla is stalling as much as he can, taking his time. Hoping this thing ends while the ball's in midair. It likely won't. Out of bounds. Off of Inter. You know Sevilla won't be in a hurry to throw this in either. Way down the field towards the Inter goal. That's the game. Sevilla, your champions in the 96th minute. Their sixth Europa League championship. And they don't care that it's the uh, uh, NIT version of European Championship Soccer. They are pumped. Hats off to both teams. Inter, great run. Sevilla, what can I say? Six times a champ. Pulled it off again this year. And they'll be pumped because they'll move into automatic group stage action for next year's Champions League, which, by the way, starts in like a week. In fact, the qualifying's already started. It's your buddy Gavin Phillips, the Freestyle Podcast Network. Last time ends of a great game. Thanks for being here for the one and only Europa League 
championship game.